The time has come where two business besties, that's us, come together to share all of the behind the scenes, laughter, tears, trial and tribulations of exiting our nine to fives and building out a multi six figure coaching and learning company for women entrepreneurs. Imagine this, you're sitting around a cozy living room, the hot beverages are poured and you and your besties are talking about the real honest moves you're making to grow a sustainable business and how you're doing whatever it is that you love all day. That is this podcast episode. Hi everyone, Kayla here, your Virgo systems queen and manifesting generator to the core. I love creating effective, profit-driven business systems that take the guesswork out of growth and scaling. My mission is to support women in building your wealth. And I'm Nicole. If you've been around for a minute, you probably know that I'm the host of our TGIM segment on the podcast, which is your weekly dose of mindset and manifesting inspo. I'm a human design generator, an Aries sun, and the woman with about a thousand ideas in my head a day. I used to be a high school teacher and yoga instructor, but back in 2016, when I first heard about the world of professional coaching, I knew I had found my calling. Exiting my teaching job was both terrifying and thrilling, and it wasn't until I met Kayla and we built this company did I truly feel like my ideas could be brought to life in a successful, profitable business. Our intention on this podcast is to take you backstage of what it's been like building this company. From hiring and firing, the systems and processes that are required, the deep mindset work that we're committed to, and to show you how it can all be done. Because we don't believe in gatekeeping around here. And of course, we want to bring all of our humanness to the show to let you know that we're not any different than you. So sticking true to our motto, we want to show you how you can all make a lot of money, have a lot of fun, and do a lot of good in this world. Come hang out with your business besties every Thursday. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Biz Besties. We're so excited to be here together today because we're going to talk about a conversation that we've been fired up about for years, basically. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Many years. But before we get into it, what are you grateful for today, Kayla? I am grateful for what I'm grateful for every day. I feel like we're pinky in the brain, but I'm grateful for every day. Pinky (laughs) (laughs) taking over the world. But really this morning we had a platinum call. Then Mm -hmm. I took Bowmore to the park. We ran around. We walked around a circle of the park, went to the bank, did my things. And then we came back. I came back and got back to work and no one asked me to clock in and out. Nobody asked me where I was. I got a coffee. I enjoyed myself in the sunshine because it's a beautiful day. And I love being accountable to what I say I'm going to do and not what anybody else wants me to do. Mm, What about you? All right. She's a woman with a, with a clear vision. (laughs) I would say today that I am grateful for the relationships and network and connections that we've made and for our masterminds that we have and our coaches and different support systems, because I just know that we can't really do this alone and I don't want to do it alone. And it's not even alone because we have one another, but I constantly want to learn from people who have been who are where we're going and have been where we are and can shorten the, the timeline for us. I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. Today we're talking about treating your business like a business. And I want everybody to turn the volume up. (laughs) Turn it up for the people in the back. Okay. Treating your business like a business. We have five components of treating your business like a business that we want to talk about. We have branding. We have hiring. We have goals. And working on your business systems, that kind of thing. 
and inventory slash solving problems. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we, the list could be way longer, but uh, we're starting with five today. We're trying to keep it to half an hour. Okay. All right. So what we're talking about today, because we are an online business and we support women to start and grow and expand their own online businesses is how to treat your online business the same way that a storefront brick and mortar business treats their business. And I, I think sometimes there's a disconnect there, maybe Mm -hmm. because there's not as much on the line. You don't have to pay rent and all these sorts of things that people kind of give themselves an out of, well, if I don't show up today, then it doesn't matter. Whereas like the person who owns the brick and mortar storefront doesn't have that mentality because they know they're paying rent and their sign on their door either says open or close. Mm -hmm. And so we were thinking of an example that everybody might know of. So we said, okay, let's go restaurants. Let's go niche. Let's go Italian. Let's go more niche. Let's go pizza. So then we were just like, okay, let's just choose a pizza brand, Little Caesars. Yes, we chose Little Caesars. And then we had a discussion about, well, Nicole, you should tell the story. Well, okay. So I just said to Kayla, I think everybody knows Little Caesars. It's not my favorite, but I think everybody knows it because there's some sort of like little man or something (laughs) (laughs) on the graphic. Uh-huh. And then I said, yes, Caesar, <laughs> get it? The Roman guy, Caesar. Okay. <laughs> the emperor. Like, okay. So it's the little he's, man. He's little. little Caesar mm-hmm. and he's holding the pizza or making the pizza or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. We know the color's orange. Yeah. Think about the little Caesar brand as we're talking about this. Yes. Think about the little Caesar pizza brand. So right away, when we're talking about brand and treating your business like a business, you want to have a brand that is recognizable. That is soon as people hear it, they think of you. Soon as they see it, they think Mm -hmm. of you. Soon as they feel it, they think of you, smell it, taste it, whatever it is, they think of you, the business. And, you know, I think there's some confusion out there where people aren't taking their businesses seriously and they're saying like, oh, I'll create a course and I'll just kind of name it something that I like, but it has nothing to do with my Instagram handle or my URL or my podcast or whatever, or my logo or anything. And then there's no cohesiveness. And I think we all lean towards trusting And working from or working with or buying from brands that we know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brands, not individuals. Yeah. People are ready to buy. People are buying all the time. Money is in circulation when there's no love and trust present with a brand. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. What else would you add to brand? Treating your business like a business and then talking about brand. And consistency and showing up. Yeah. I think it's the energy when people arrive into your space is the brand. So if we go back to little Caesars, it's usually in a strip mall. It's usually just park in front, walk in off the street. There's usually a little like counter with stools where people can sit and eat their breadsticks or their pizza or whatever. And then you can go in and order and wait or go wait in your car, or you can get delivery of little Caesars. I think they have like cheese stuffed in the crust. It smells kind of yeasty and cheesy in there. 
that is Little Caesars. Everybody who, if you don't know what Little Caesars is, you know a strip mall pizza place. They're basically all the same. Domino's. Yeah, that's their brand. That's how they show up. And they show up and they hire people and they are consistent and they pump out the same pizza all the time. And that's how they do multiple million dollars of sales is that they show up and they serve pizza every day. And so if you're applying this to yourself and your brand, I want you to think, what's the name? It's not like Little Caesars and then they make breadsticks and they're called like uh, a Domino breadstick or, you know, whatever, something completely unrelated to Rome. They're probably called, I don't know, something Roman breadsticks or something so that all the theme goes together. So what are you creating that's so obvious. I know if we look on Instagram right now, the little Caesars IG handle is going to be little Caesars. It's just, I know for sure, 110% that's what's going to happen. It's going to be orange. Yes. And little Caesars to speak to the breadsticks or whatever, like, okay, so it'll be like breadsticks by little Caesars or the Supreme pizza by little Caesars or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. It's you can have your brand. We're my line purpose. And we have platinum experience by my line purpose. We have aligned business school by my aligned purpose. Mm-hmm. Lots of people call it my aligned business school, which makes me laugh. Cause now I'm sometimes calling it that, but it's starting when you are, our podcast is my line purpose podcast, our Instagram, my line purpose, our URL, my line purpose, make it easy for people to recognize your brand and know where to find you and how to find you. Little Caesars is again, it's Roman, it's Italian. It would be really fucking weird if it was like little Caesars pizza and the logo was like a taco, something Mexican or at the beach. Yes. It just, it's not it. It's not, it's greasy. It's orange. It's a little cartoon guy. It's consistent. The other thing with Little Caesars, I'm now having flashbacks to being in university and all of my guy (laughs) friends. I'm pretty sure I can't remember if it was Little Caesars or Domino's. So maybe somebody can confirm, but I think it was Little Caesars loved Little Caesars because you could get $5 pizzas. Oh, there you go. So you could get like a $5 pepperoni cheese pizza, a certain size. And that was their whole thing. $5 pizzas. Now, Little Caesars is definitely speaking to a niche audience. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, we can say, okay, Italian's pretty broad Italian food. You like Italian food. Well, they're not making like grandma's lasagna. They're making like Kayla said, yeasty, cheesy, greasy, greasy pizzas that the university frat boys want, call it up, whatever the number is for little Caesars. I think they have like their number is something like pizza and you get your $5 pizza. They know their audience. They know that they want to serve people who want quick, quick, greasy cheesy, yeasty pizza, and they're going to sell to them. Yes. They're going to show up and they're selling to them every single day with a menu and appealing to people's taste by saying this has Parmesan and these breadsticks come for free when you order two larges and you get a free pop when you get a medium, like they have their market dialed and they're talking to the people who want that type of pizza. Okay. Okay. So who are they not talking to? Who are they clearly not talking to? Kayla Pilecki does not eat dairy, does not eat gluten, does not live near a strip mall. Kayla Pilecki is not eating Little Caesars. So not to me, but they're talking to like, there's one on Maine and 18th in Vancouver. 
And I think in that one, they're talking to families that live around that just want to be able to call and get a pizza delivered or two or three or whatever, and not mess around with like anything artisanal. That's going to take an extra hour with the cut up peaches and the special olives and the da 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 da. They're like just pepperoni pizza, please deliver it to the door. The kids like plain cheese. That Mm -hmm. is such a perfect order for that type of family in that environment, in that neighborhood where you can either walk over and pick it up or you call and they deliver it and they make it happen. That's the one I'm thinking of right now. Okay. Excellent. So they know who they're speaking to. Mm -hmm. They know who they're not speaking to Mm -hmm. people. The right people hear themselves in their message Mm -hmm. and the people that don't hear themselves in their message that's not for them. Yeah. I'm not going there. So there you go. But lots of people go there, but I'm not going there. Okay. That is such a great, that is such a great reminder Mm -hmm. that just because you're not for everybody doesn't mean your business model sucks or that you shouldn't move forth. Okay. So Kayla is not their ideal client and neither am I. And just, I, I'm very picky about my pizza, especially those of us are from Nova Scotia. We know we've got Sam's pizza and it's legit. And so pizza anywhere else in Canada just doesn't do it for me. So okay. yes. But if little Caesars was like these two bitches on this podcast, don't like little Caesars. That's it. We're shutting down. Imagine. No, no that's not how it goes. No, they're like, they're... we're doing our marketing, right? Yeah. They're not even thinking about us. They're not confusing they the about us. where you're like, maybe they have gluten-free pizza. No, little Caesars is not catering to you. <laughs> okay. So just because you can't solve everybody's problems mm-hmm. or just because you're not for everyone doesn't mean your business is not a good idea. No, it means you're doing a good job. Okay. Next step on my list, hiring. Do you think the founder of little Caesars is in well, it's like a huge company, but just go with the analogy is in the store on main street mixing the dough? No. No, and they are not. I'm sure the founder is in the States hanging out in their mansion. Okay. Or the owner or whomever it is now at this point. Okay. So obviously they didn't wake up and then think of little Caesars and get a mansion and hire someone to make the pizza. They had to think of the brand, develop the recipe, test it, see if their friends liked it, start with one location sell some pizzas, get some hype around it, do a grand opening party, get some great cheese, decide, okay, this pizza is costing too much. What can I do to lower the cost and then increase the number of people buying it? So I'm sure they went through that whole thing. Then they said, okay, we're going to franchise. And they got, you know, their brother-in-law who's like, Ooh, you have a good thing going. Okay, great. Frank, you want to open up a little Caesars? Come on down. I'll show you exactly how to do that. They wrote up their franchising documents, yada, 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 600 locations later. I'm in my mansion. Okay. The point is you don't start in the mansion unless you're independently wealthy or whatever, but in a business situation where you're starting something up, you're not with your feet up in the mansion. And you're not even only there half time. Usually if you really want to make it, we're talking multiple seven figures in your business or even six figures and a really great lifestyle. Maybe you don't want to go so big, but right now you're just like, yeah, if I could make a hundred grand a year, that'd be freaking awesome. And take me to the next level. That's $8,333 a month. 
think about the cost of pizzas. Nicole just said it was $5. That's a lot of sales of pizza a month. Yeah. And now we're going big and we're going back down small. It's a lot of sales of pizza a month. And it's talking to a lot of people about pizza. So maybe because they're a neighborhood, little Caesars, they're dropping flyers. They hire a teenager to go out and do that. Maybe they're doing Instagram ads. Maybe they have a big sign outside. Maybe they get somebody in a pizza outfit to go wave at people as they drive by. Whatever it is, they're working on getting a lot of people in the door to buy the $5 pizzas. And then as an online business owner who wants to do $8,333 a month and or $83,333 a month or whatever your goal is, you need to be wearing your pizza suit on the sidewalk. Yeah, absolutely. I think about when we first started My Line Purpose, if I could only go back and tell her all of the Mm. things she would know, but not not knowing what we know now did not stop us from trying. Kayla would come over to my apartment. I was recently broken up with, quite sad. And uh, Kayla would come over to my apartment, quite pregnant. And we probably didn't even clean the lens off our phone and set it <laughs> we up. We didn't know about t- that. We didn't know about that. Thank you, Rebel Nutrition, for telling us that solves so many of your photography problems. Just clean your lens on your phone. Mm -hmm. And we would sit down Mm -hmm. and we would record videos and just do it dirty and talk about what we had going on endlessly. Yeah, endlessly. Lots of people have asked us, how did you get 50 people in the first launch or 50 people in your first membership? Or how did you make a hundred thousand dollars in your first seven months of your business? Because from the moment we woke up and said, business, we're open for business, mm-hmm. which is 9am until whatever time we decided we're closed for business. We treated our business like a business. We talked about it. We marketed it. We advertised it. We asked for sales. We found it. We created an audience. We worked towards that. We, every single day, we said, if we were to treat our business like a business today, what would we do? Mm -hmm. And we never stopped that. And this is kind of a hybrid of treating your business like a business and hiring. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about both things at once. And when you're treating your business like a business and you're generating activity and people are finding out about you and they're wanting to buy, and you're also doing the marketing and you have all the hats on and you're selling stuff. And then you have to deliver the actual programs and you're getting tired now or before now you need to get some support, a virtual assistant or an online business manager or someone like that preferably just like a little short-term contract person, 10 hours a week or whatever that looks like for you, start now and get someone to help you and start practicing delegating the things that you do not need to be doing. Like you don't need to be scheduling the calls in 30 minutes emails. You don't need to be doing the graphics if you're not good at graphics and you don't want to for let's say your free week or your launch or whatever that is. Get some help get some Instagram help, get some, get some help with the back end stuff. That's taking you a lot of time and energy and taking you away from being your best self when you're delivering to your clients. Cause when you're delivering to your clients and your clients start telling people about the impact that you made in that and the big change that they've had because they've been working with you, that's when the ball really starts rolling and you don't have to stand on the corner in your pizza suit anymore. 
everybody knows about Little Caesars now. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who are listening and maybe you're not inside of any of our communities yet, we can refer you many OBMs, VAs, copywriters, all those types of people, because we know many in a line business school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can truly recommend their work. So if you're listening to this or, or you are in a line business school or you are in platinum, reach out and make those connections to those people. It doesn't have to be a long-term hire. You can say, Hey, I'm looking mm-hmm. to get some graphics up between now and the holidays. Could you help me out or edit some podcasts or make some reels or mm-hmm. write some sales copy? Like hiring doesn't have to be a long-term thing. Lots of people do contract work. Yeah. And they like to do contract work. This is the beauty of online. Okay. The next thing is in a brick and mortar business, you're going to have inventory that you have to sell through. And if you don't sell through it, then you're going to have an inventory problem where you will have paid for the product and now it's sitting there and it's not being paid for by the consumers. And so we're at an advantage point in an online business where we don't have that exact issue, but we're at a disadvantage in that people get all confused and all boggly minded about what is actually selling and what isn't and what to pour more time and energy into and what not to. And uh, we were just talking about this morning on a platinum call. It's like, think about sometimes we're solving the wrong problem. So think about the problem that you're solving. People ask us a lot about pricing. For example, should my course be $197 or $97? Or should my course be $297 or $149 or whatever? Because when you're in an online business and you're creating something, you can pick a price point and go with it for the most part. And who you, that price point determines kind of like the commitment level often of who you're working with. But that's actually not the problem that you need to be solving. The problem is, will people buy it? Are you communicating the value and the transformation? If you are, then people will buy it kind of regardless of if it's $297 or $197 or $97. If you're communicating the transformation, the value, like I said, for the people in the back, saying it one more time. And and then you can go from there. So if you're not communicating what people are going to get out of this, it doesn't really matter what it's priced at. And if you're communicating exactly what they're going to get and it's still not moving, you either need to look at your messaging again, or perhaps that product isn't landing right now and you need to pivot and make something else. I'm not saying always make something else, but solving, solve the right problem. Yeah. This also makes me think of somebody recently said, I, I want to get more people in this product So I'm going to create another product that gives them a taste of what it's like to work with me to get them in this product because I'm not getting people in this thing. Mm. And while it's like, okay, so you're, this is all a marketing thing. You Mm. have to show up all day, every day and talk about your business and how people can work with you. And again, articulate that value. So yeah, you can go create something new, but it's going to require you to show up with lots of effort and energy and pizzazz for what it is that you're doing for people to transform them. And so you can do that with this new offer, Mm -hmm. or you could be honest with yourself of, did I give this my all? Did I really show up and market this? Did I offer freebies? Is, do I have a lead generation plan? 
Am I speaking to people on different platforms? Am I putting myself out there? Like, yeah, am I actually like speaking to people? Am I actually communicating with my audience? So people, let's say you have a post on Instagram about this thing that you created and people, you ask people to comment and, or you get some engagement. Are you communicating with them further after they've left that comment or after they liked the post or they shared it or whatever? Or are you just leaving it and then therefore not getting any feedback and wondering why people aren't buying? That is an opportunity to say, hey, tell me more about your issue, whatever they shared about or whatever they commented on. Tell me more about that. Get curious. Ask them. Can you share your experience? Oh, and would you like to work with me? This is what I do to help. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have systems. And when you're treating your business like a business, you'll have systems. And one of the most easy ones to cross-reference from if you were to go into Little Caesars or Lululemon or Walmart or wherever, they have a way to take payment. (laughs) So have a way to collect payment, have have a, you know, for little Caesars to get all their employees in and make sure that people are there to take the pizza and do the cash out and wipe the tables. They have some sort of scheduler, get yourself a scheduler, like literally something as simple as a Google calendar linked to a Calendly linked to a Stripe to collect the payment, book people in and have it on your calendar is going to take you a really long way. Yeah. Think about when you go to Little Caesars in this imaginary dreamland and you say like, ooh, I've been lured in by the garlicky breadsticks because I get free garlicky breadsticks when I buy two large pizzas. So yes, this is what I want. Okay. So you go in, you're going to get it. Imagine if the person behind the cash was like, just e-transfer me and I'll make sure that the business gets the money and I'll give you your pizza. You'd be like, what are you talking about? can I pay on the thing and get a receipt? And they'd be like, no, just e-transfer me. And I'll make sure you get the pizza. You would say, absolutely not. What are you talking about? That's not okay. So as a business, an online business that you're proud of existing, you're building, you're going to be making your $8,300 a month or 83,000 a month or whatever you're working towards right now, whatever it is, tracking your payments through your business, paying your taxes, giving receipts for people working with you. The whole vibe is I'm legit and I have something to offer. And this is sustainable long-term, not like, oh my God, I cobbled this together and pay me. And I'll just like email you later with a receipt. Just put Stripe in place. Mm-hmm. Now that, take on that now that we're so in the thick of online business and we've worked with so many professionals and coaches and mentors and facilitators and our own business mm-hmm. that if I'm scoping somebody out for their course or their offer and they're like, yeah, just send me an e-transfer. I'm like, mm, no, uh, you lost me there. Yeah. I even get annoyed when tradespeople come to do stuff at my house that pretty much everybody wants an e-transfer for it. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. doesn't seem legit. Okay. The other thing is little Caesars is not giving away free pizza. They're not like, no, Oh, you can't, but they pay. Are giving, 
I know, but for the excuse, like, oh, you can't pay. Okay, never mind. Just take the pizza. Like that's not. But what's what happening. they are doing is enticing you with quote free items with, like Kayla said earlier, buy two medium pizzas and get your two liter of Pepsi and you're on your way. The two liter mm-hmm. of Pepsi is quote free. Mm-hmm. I'm saying quote because that's it's they're just factoring that into the price. Yes. And so you can do the same. Come join this program and you're going to get this and this and this for free, but you're as a bonus. It's a, as bonus. a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. You're going to give the breadsticks the best part I hear with the garlic butter on them, which would be like, I don't know, for example, people who join platinum for 2024, we're doing enrollment right now. If you're listening in the future, it's November, 2023, and we're open where we have open enrollment for platinum, but we're doing a push for 2024 January start because we know that everyone loves a calendar year to commit to. And we love a kickoff of a calendar year too. And in the meantime, we have a bonus VIP speaker series. So when you sign up for platinum, you get access to the replays, but you can come live if you sign up before the end of October. And then all throughout November, Somebody signed up today, so she's going to get access to the live speaker series starting tomorrow. It's a Wednesday all the way through the rest of November, and she'll get the replays of everything else, and we roll out the red carpet. That is the bread. Those are the breadsticks. That's the bonus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the other thing, the last thing I want to say on this whole situation is something that my grandfather says all the time. He, well, he says a, a combination of things. He says, are you happy in the service? in that voice, basically meaning like put a smile on your face and make it happen and smile at the customers every day. He says, if you ask him right now, how are you doing? He'd say fan friggin-tastic. Every single time you ask him how he's doing, he says he's fan friggin-tastic. And whenever I say, okay, I got to go. And after the phone call or whatever, he says, okay, don't forget, smile at the customers. And that being in my mind, has really influenced me. And it really makes me think and calls to mind the importance of doing something you're happy to do. It's a fun job and we enjoy it as Liz and Sarah would say from happier in Hollywood. And if you're not happy working your business, if you're not treating your customers like gold, if you're not welcoming people to your Instagram page and, or your Instagram profile who comment, if you're not sending out freebies and saying thank you when people refer you and all that kind of stuff, no one's going to do it because you're in charge. You're the leader. So the most important thing is smile at the customers. Oh yeah. I couldn't agree more. And the thing is you get to have discernment here. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to, we're not saying bend over backwards or go against your boundaries or let people walk all over you. We're saying that you get to decide who you want to work with. And so when you invite them in, then return the hello. Thanks for being Mm -hmm. here with a smile. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when I was a waitress, I was a 30% waitress, 20, 30% waitress for that particular reason. It's Mm -hmm. like, it literally is the difference between how much money you're going to take home at the end of the night. If you walk around with the resting bitch face, or if you walk around smiling, Oh, Oh, plus it makes you feel so much better. I forgot to bring you more sour cream. Okay. What? 
I hate it, but I'll go back into the kitchen and I'll get you more sour cream and I'll bring it back and deliver it to you with a smile. Here you go. Here's all that extra jiggly white sour cream stuff that I absolutely do not even love the look or smell of, but for you, I'll put a smile on my face and deliver it. Here you go. Here's your sour cream. Nicole Anything does hate else? sour cream. You do hate, you hate sour cream and mayo. Yeah. Sour cream, mayo. I can't get behind it, but that's just the thing of like when you're in hospitality and, and everybody has eaten at a restaurant before, so you don't even have to work in hospitality. You just know the difference between if your server comes to your table and is like, sorry, the kitchen's really behind. Can I, can I get you another drink or is there anything I can do for you versus like, I don't know where the food's at. It's the kitchen's fault. That's there's a big difference there. It's true. If you go to Little Caesars and the teenager working there is moping and their outfit's dirty and they're looking at the ground and they might won't make eye contact and they get your order wrong, you're going to be pissed off. But <laughs> if the person working there is like, hi, what can I get you? Oh, you want a medium pizza? Do you want some extra cheese on that? How about some pepperoni? Then upsell, upsell. we're in business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That kid's an entrepreneur. Yeah, we like him. You want extra cheese on your already cheesy pizza? He's going into business. <laughs> He's going to be telling stories on his podcast. When I worked at Little Caesars, I was the king of black olive upsells. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, this has been awesome. And I think this episode's going to be really beneficial for so many of you out there with an online business. Share this with a friend pass it along, share it with your accountability buddies, your entrepreneurial bestie. I think we can all use a good reminder every now and again, a good swift kick in the butt of what it means to take our business more seriously, be more professional in our business, treat our business like a business. And, you know, if you really want to make this the thing that replaces your nine to five, supports you to do what you want to do for your own life, your family, the big goals and dreams that you have, then it starts with you. You've got to step up and, and start saying like, okay, I'm going to take this more seriously. Yeah. And it's absolutely available. It's there for the taking. If you put your leadership hat on and go for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everyone chat soon.